Happy New Year, everybody. I'm sure you've heard that way too many times, but when Phil and I recorded today's show, we hadn't heard it even once. In fact, we recorded this before the holidays, before I went on the road to see family for a couple weeks, so if some of the uh, excitement in our voices is a little bit dated, I'm sorry we recorded it pre-holidays, but it doesn't change the fact that we talked about the rules for 2023. And let's just set a bit of context. In 2021, we had the most incredible year in NFTs. And last year, when I wrote the same list, it was kind of at the end of that. It was like 2021 had been this amazing year, and I was very excited, and you know, there was a lot of reasons to be optimistic. But now we know better, 2022 was absolutely devastating. And now, crypto is honestly kind of on the brink of being delegitimized. And we have way fewer people in our community than we had a year ago. So before we get to the show, I want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And if you've still got conviction in NFTs and Web3 in our community and what this industry can be, then we got a spot for you right here among the DGENs at the First Mint. We're going to ride this out together and we'll do the same list again next year, hopefully on the brink of something special yet again. So listen to today's episode of the 10 Rules for NFTs in 2023. What's up, everyone? It's LG Set, and you're listening to The First Mint, a podcast about Web3, business, and sports. Before we get to the show, a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Evaluate.xyz, a safe and easy way to meet other NFT collectors, negotiate deals, and swap your moments live. Looking to expand your top shot all day and strike collection without spending your dapper balance? With Evaluate, you can pair up with trading partners in seconds and swap your existing moments for new ones in secure trading lobbies fastest and easiest way to trade NFTs. Visit evaluate.xyz today to start swapping moments with other collectors. Nothing on today's show should be considered financial or trading advice of any kind. Please do your own thorough research and make your own trading decisions. This is not advice. Phil D, happy new year. Wow. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> happy new year. Yeah, we're recording this like weeks in advance, so it's uh, we're like in the it was, it's like I'm still I'm still in like Christmas stress mode right now. Like I'm like nowhere near like it's New Year's. You're relaxed. It's done. You're you're getting you're just trying to you're trying to squeeze as much relaxation as you can before like work starts again. I'm nowhere near that mode. But by the time people are listening to this, that's the zone they're gonna be in. You know what I mean? They're gonna be like, okay, time time to start working again in like a day or two. I don't know what it is, but it, it feels like Christmas and the holidays are getting more and more stressful. I don't know why. It used to be a time where, you know, I think when we were back in school, you'd be done school. You'd be sitting at home watching movies, doing snowball fights with your friends, playing hockey outside, stuff like that. But it seems now like it's just gone into like this full stressful mode. So I kind of agree with you, LG. I, I can't wait to just be sitting there post New Year's. It's all done. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. enjoy enjoy some football, some college football bowl games and things like that. I don't know, man. This is a pretty stressful time of the year. But here we are. Exactly. Well, you know, when you think about it, the holidays, and again, people are going to be listening to the after, but the holidays are kind of like a twisted thing. It's it's kind of it's kind of messed up. You know, it's fun for kids. You get presents. But otherwise, it's literally like a series of stress after another series of stress. It's like, <laughs> well, you got to go. It's like you have to go see your family and guess what they want for Christmas. You know what uh, I mean? Like that. That's like that's you have to go spend. More money than you usually spend <laughs> trying to guess what kind of freaking scarf mom's going to want or what kind uh, of soap, bath bath salts or some shit people are going to want. Whatever what the hell to get your younger are. brother? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> God, can't take it. Especially when it can't be NFTs this year. What do you, uh, want? you know what I mean? <laughs> that's right no Uh, you know no and then it's like you got to travel and then some people you know we have a pretty small family but like some people have like nine different christmas dinners they got to go to and then if that and then it's like everything is kind of balled up into this like oh it's this really intense like 24 hours of like christmas eve to christmas of like "Eh." and then and then some people get a week off some people got to work all week and then you Uh. have this like second like pretend party a week later that's like the party has no meaning whatsoever is just get wasted or be an anti new year's person who's like I'm going to bed at 8. You know what I mean? Like it's like you have one of two options. Like either you stay up till like till like 2 in the morning, you play a trumpet in the park in the middle of the night at midnight or whatever you do, go to some huge party or you go to bed. And it's just a, it's a, it's a weird thing. It's like holidays, but it's like it's a very strange thing. How do you how do you usually feel after the holidays? You know, in Canada, we have Boxing Day. A lot of people don't know this, but oh, yeah. that's our Black Friday. But now you know what? 
It's 2022, 2023. We have Black Friday in Canada as well. So Boxing Day's value has kind of gone right out the window, but it's an actual national holiday for Boxing Day. I believe it's in every province. Anyways, um, for me, Boxing Day used to be a thing, but now I'm all over Black Friday. It's before the holidays. Great opportunity to grab some gifts for the holidays way early before everybody else uh, even gets going here. So I think I usually use Boxing Day and the days after Christmas to kind of just relax a little bit. But you're right. Right away, you go right into that New Year's phase. And I've always been one to party on New Year's. I don't ever sit at home for New Year's, right? So um, I don't know. It's a weird period of time. Both holidays are designed to that if you don't meet some kind of expectation, though, you should feel bad about yourself. Like, it's Christmas. Like, if you don't have some huge family or some, like, thing to do on Christmas, you suck. What a loser. Depression. If, if New Year's, if you're not, like, cool enough, to, like, if it's getting close to New Year's and you don't yes. know which party you're going to go to or whatever, it's like, ugh. And everybody gets so upset. Everybody has to try and look so good for New Year's. Um, and then it's like midnight and you're like, I don't feel special at all. Like, like nothing, like five minutes after midnight, you're like time to go home and go and sleep as much as I can before work starts in a day or two. Like that's literally like, it's, it's a strange thing. Do you have anything, do you have anything when you start the year? And again, you have to, you'll be in a different zone when this actually airs, but do you have anything that you like, you start the year, holidays are done. Do you, are you like a goal setter? Are you like a, I gotta, I gotta do this X amount of times this year. Are you that kind of person or you just kind of, you kind of play it loosey goosey? I used to be like, I used to be someone who would say, all right, here, here are my actual new year's resolutions. And then I would meet none of them. Like it would always be like, you know, do this for, you know, three, four days a week, do that. Stop swearing so much like stupid shit like that. And, and, you know, it, it just wasn't, I've never kind of been goal oriented to be honest. It's never been something I'm just not from that kind of, um, background. I've never been right. I go with the flow. So, You know, as soon as we turn the new year and I wake up the next morning, which is usually in, in quite a mess, it doesn't feel any different. My first question is when when's the Rose Bowl, right? Because the Rose Bowl is always on the first. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Right. It's always on the first, always around like yeah. 4 or 5 p.m. There's always some massive college football games. That's always been me. Uh, and then the next day after that is even more back to normal where I, I don't really even realize really that we've turned a new leaf. I'm not doing new things. I've just never been like that. I don't know what it is. I don't I don't function like that. What's like the first major thing you look forward to in the new year? Because that's kind of mm. like, it's like once Christmas holidays is done, that's like, okay, a huge thing is done. And then it's like January is kind of like this open time of like going on a ski vacation or a depressing yeah. month for some people. Yeah. In the US, they have a holiday. In Canada, I don't think we'd, we don't have anything in, in January, but we have like family mm. day in February. And that's yes. like, that's like February like 15th or 18th like after valentine's day what's like what, what do you what do you occupy yourself with to get through like the winter months besides like watching sports because it's a good time for sports <sighs> or a lot of nhl nba football playoffs is good super bowl really right is. but like like lifestyle wise outside of, outside of good sports tv lifestyle wise what are you what are you doing there's something about and, and this doesn't apply to everybody unless you live in a big city like toronto but there's something about the cold winter months like january february march in a big city where I love to go out uh, for dinner and things like that Ooh. at night. I don't know what it is. There's something special. There's a glow in the city when it's like minus 10. Um, mm. There's a bit of snow on the ground, whether you know it's from a couple days before, a couple weeks before. It's mm. ice cold outside. You can dress up all nice. Um, you know, you got the steam coming out of your mouth. I don't know what it is, but there's a special feeling in the air, especially in a city like Toronto, um, just going out for something as simple as having dinner, even on a weeknight. Right on a weekend is nice, but on a weeknight is also nice, and that's always been something. Other than that, I usually start looking forward to holidays. I I kind of dread Easter every year because as much as I love Easter and as much as I do a lot of things for Easter, it always coincides with either missing the Masters or missing uh, March Madness in some way, shape, or form. Right, and 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 because. We celebrate Easter in church. There's so many different events that I'm just like, oh man, like I, I like going to church. I don't like going to church a thousand times a year. I like going for yeah. the big occasions. But yeah. Easter, we go to church like five or six times in the span of two or three weeks. Easter's big one, man. Yeah, that's it's a, a big event. one, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, that's, so that's so prime that time, is man. That's prime time. It is it's prime time. And, church growing more than Christmas. and we're we're just escaping the super super long winters by that time. You know, it's coming it's yeah. sometime in April every year. Uh, so that, yeah, I look forward to it, but not too much. But then after that, I'm really thinking summertime. I'm thinking, right. you know, 
I don't know. Things like that. That's that's what keeps me up. Are you a planner? Are you get you guys plan? Like no. do you already like like do you are you like, okay, for the long weekend in May we're doing this? Like or does that not happen until like a week before? No. Because because of the schedule we have and because our sports schedules with kids and all that is so all mm. over the place, it yeah. I can never plan more than two or three weeks ahead of time. Max. Got it. Okay. Right? It's okay. never like it's it's always like I'd like to go there, we'd like to go somewhere. Um, you know, for, for spring break, we'd like to go somewhere, uh, you know, soon as, as school's over, which it doesn't really matter for my son, but it's for, it's for my daughter now, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's impossible to plan concrete weekends or concrete days that we're going to take off to go specific places, unless it's like a couple of weeks before it's just right. too much going on, man. Too yeah. much going yeah, on. That's, right. that's family life, man. That's all right. That's, that's family life. That's how it goes. Okay, cool. Well, let's chat, let's chat, let's chat NFTs. All right. And let's just, let's just level set this for a second. I made the same show a year ago, okay? That was like 10 rules for 2022 in NFTs, and people people loved it. I put it out as a tweet. People are like, oh, there's such good rules. I'm so excited. <laughs> and I'm going to read them back to you, and I'm just going to level set and say that 2022 is not the year we expected it to be in Web3. It was going good for like maybe four months. I'd say up until like the other side, Bored Apes Mint, like up oh. until that point, like things were you know, booming and there's so much fun happening. Um, and then after that, uh, starting in May, things fell apart as they did everywhere, the macro, everything in Web3. So we're obviously wishing for a better 2023, but these rules have been adjusted for the new year. Okay, so I'm going to read back to you what I wrote last year. And this is episode, <laughs> uh, I think it's titled episode 141, 141 or so. Uh, the number of our episodes is kind of a little bit wonky. But this is episode 141 if you're looking in iTunes. You want to go back to it. 10 rules for NFTs for 2022. Okay, these are the rules from last year. Number one, be open. Be like curious to new things. Number two, diversify. And I specifically said that Top Shot's cool, Flow is cool, but that there's so much more and you should look at other stuff. Number three was trust the process and that to be patient with some of the projects that you are invested in and to not freak out when they're not delivering too quickly. Number four, take <laughs> risks, like big risks, <laughs> which... Maybe that one wasn't good. <laughs> I don't know what kind of. I, I think I took some risks, but uh, yeah, maybe maybe that was. Uh, maybe maybe we'll change that one for the new year. Number five is one I called "Kill Your Babies," which is actually a uh, when I worked oh, in TV. I remember that? <laughs> yeah, when I worked in like, <laughs> this is a term from like the TV industry or creative industry where it's like if you've been working on the same thing for too long and after a while it's just not working, or you've like it's it's like a it's like a term used from movies where it's like if you made this movie and you spent half your budget filming this one big sexy scene with all these explosions, but at the, in the final cut, that scene actually doesn't make sense in the movie to kill it because it's your baby, but it's okay to kill it. So something like that, it's like you've been hanging on to a certain project, a certain NFT, way too long, and it's not bringing you joy anymore. It's just bringing you too much pain, but it was so expensive to just cut it. Um, number six, <laughs> I, hope, I hope people did that, honestly. That's what I hope. I hope people did that in the first quarter. I hope that, be, I hope that people are taking that advice uh, now. It's, it's, at this point, ballers. it's too late. It's too late. Too <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, number six was get your shit in order, as in uh, figure out your taxes, get your ledger, get your password manager, all that. And this was, I think that one was inspired by you, Phil, around that time. Uh, it had to uh, be. Yeah. Uh, that was we'll a year get ago. We'll get yes. those ENS tokens back someday. Um, uh, find your tribe and meet them, as in try and like really focus on the community that you think really re reflects who you are, whether it's project-based or, or something like First Mint that's kind of more open or whatever. There's a lot of other communities like that. Okay, this one's terrible. Number eight, stack stack crypto and learn a bit of DeFi. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I don't know why I highlighted ETH, Flow, Bitcoin. <laughs> oh, oh I, my if notes literally just, say, oh, no. Yeah, ETH, Flow, Bitcoin. I, under that, I wrote, you want some. <laughs> um, I, I hope, Not I know you're good at this, life. but I hope you had some kind of disclaimer put out. Before <laughs> we have it everywhere. Episode. We have. I we don't have remember, our, but um, yeah. Our legal team um, has advised to put disclaimers everywhere, so I'll repeat it right now. And this is a year ago <laughs> on December, on January 1st, Bitcoin was at uh, $47,000, $49,000, $48,000 US on January 1st. 
uh, uh-huh. and it is currently, as of this recording, it actually just crashed like pretty hard in the last like hour or two. It's at sixteen thousand, so it's a third of the price. So it's thirty three percent of the price. It's a sixty six percent drop. I won't even touch flow. Actually, you know what? I will touch flow. When I recorded that, flow was at nine dollars, which was already half of what it had been a few months before. Currently, flow is like eighty three cents. So, oh my God, listen, stacking. Stacking is not a short flip. If you're long on these things, if you think there's potential deep in the future, that's a good thing. You know, just, who knows? Uh, uh, you know, just, you Bitcoin maxis think Bitcoin would be a million dollars one day, which seems insane right now. But a year ago, it might have seemed real. Uh, number nine. This is all from last year. Keep cash on hand for the bad days. That's good. I think that that would have been good. If you kept some cash on hand, like some Dapper USDC to buy those big dips or whatever, uh, now would be the time. I mean, I don't know if now is the biggest dip, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, 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 should, I don't know if that's good. Keeping cash on hand is always a good thing, but you, when you use it, that's totally up to you. And number 10 was don't lose sleep. Said we're all DGENs, uh, but this kind of stuff will make you lose your mind. Mm-hmm. How would you rate that? How would you rate that for 2022? I'd rate it all over the place. I mean... Some of it, some of it, so if, if you were to follow the LG guide of approaching NFTs and crypto for 2022, I would say you had some highs following that. I'd say you, you'd had some, some so-so times. Yeah. And obviously, I think with number eight, if you followed that religiously, right now, you probably, probably the last episode of the podcast you listened to, I would say <laughs> would be around like 170 or something when, when you checked your stuff. Because if you have a, a, a notebook with LG's notes, on how to be successful in the space. If you take everything to heart, that number eight God. will probably, yeah, you're probably not listening to this right now. That's all I'm saying. Unless you're really looking for LG to be apologizing. These are all saying, things you know that I did. Bad. I I had tons of flow. I had tons of ETH. I had all that stuff. I stacked ETH and then, and then as things imploded, I was like, I should, I should probably not hold this for super long. Well, that's long. what people so, don't understand is, yeah. is people are so curious to find out what someone like you is always up to that when you do reveal it, it gets put under a microscope, right? You know what I mean? No matter what you do, but what they don't understand is that you're actually living that. So it's not just people who follow what you're doing. You're not just saying it to say it. You're actually, I mean, look, look at all the top shop moments you own, right? Some of the moments you've recently sold, that those are big losses for you too, right? Um, and I think this is where people kind of get lost with that. When they take advice and they're like, oh yeah, LG's doing that. Because I'm not going to lie, when I first started my journey, My only tactic, all right, my only game plan was to listen to every single podcast, take notes, and do everything you said to do. Seriously. And it worked, man. It really worked no matter what. And I was giving that advice to everyone. Just listen to the First Mint pod. Not just to give listens and views and all that, but because LG actually knows what he's talking about. And every single that, right? piece of advice he gives nice. is actually working out financially. This is not advice. Right? This is not financial <laughs> advice. None of this is that financial advice. That was a year advice. ago. Make <laughs> your own ago. decisions. <laughs> Nothing here is Phil said advice, but what he meant to say is that these are just my moves that I share. <laughs> yeah. And you should do whatever yes. you want. These right. are my rules for the year. These are my rules for last year. These are going to be my rules for 2023 that, I'm going to sh- that we're going to share with you in a minute. Because... That's that's just it's none of this advice. Whatever he said about advice, I can't that's, wait that's to it. hear that. When Phil said he just did whatever I said on the show, that's wrong. You shouldn't do that. You should never do that. Um, you should make your own. Rules, I can't actually. wait. To, I can't wait to hear. I can't wait to hear what you have to say for twenty twenty three because <laughs> yeah. there will be one or two in there that will be complete fades again. That's my favorite well, part, right? Okay. Well, here's a, here's an interesting thing I've noticed. Right, is that like like in in recent months, especially since the bear market started, and I was I was trying my best to just be realistic. Right, something I had to learn very quickly. Uh, having a voice in the space is that, like, listen. At the end of the day, like, I, I need to be realistic about this stuff, right? And even early in those Top Shot days, as much as like, you know, we had some shows that it was like, okay, Veerman's going to come come on and talk about hollows. Alexa's going to come on and talk about metallic golds and how great they are. And that was stuff that like definitely went like people that pumped the market for sure because people were like, holy shit, this is so important. Yeah. Um, very quickly, I also realized and said on the show that I was like, listen, Dapper's not going to stop until every single star player is worth five bucks. And it took them two years to do that, but we're there now. And I tried to give that dose of reality. But the thing is, is that like, I've realized, I've learned this lesson that is like, negativity is really hard to sling, especially when it's a little too real. And I've been try I've been tried to be diligent with that. But there's been a few times since May where it's like, I've said, I was like, listen, guys, this is not over. 
right? Mm-hmm. Like this, this, this fate is not over. Um, and to even give you a, a, a context on like how not over it is, especially from like a macro perspective. And this is a good way to kind of level set for the 2023 rules. Um, I think during the last recession, the Fed in the U.S. adjusted the rates like they're doing now. And I think now they're on their sixth or seventh rate, rate hike. During the last recession in the U.S., the Fed adjusted the rates 18 times. Mm. 18 wow. times. And wow. they might adjust it more times this time. So it's like this, the recession part, the macro part, might not end for at least another 12 months. Like, and it's kind of thing where you're like, oh man, it's already been like seven or eight months. That's so long. Like, you really think it'll last that long? And I see all these tweets sometimes people are like, I'm expecting a big bull run in January. <laughs> and it's like, that's not how it works, man. Like, and I've had to learn that the really hard way this time around. It's like, you got to zoom way out. And anyways, all that to come back that it's like, if some of these rules for 2023 seem overly skeptical, they're not. It's more so like this is to this is this is to get us to next year's show still wearing your shirt, like still feeling mm. like you have something to be excited about in NFTs, right? Or in Web three, like that's that's the whole that's that's what these rules are made for. Just to just to deal a little bit of excitement to kind of get back to what's what's fresh. And if some of them are a little too hard, or some of the, some of the stuff I say sometimes on Twitter or whatever is a little too close of a dose of reality, you can DM me and tell me, but. That, I got to tell it how it is, and and I I think for a while I don't think twenty three hundred three is going to be the brightest year by any means. I put that I put no. that out there right now. Sorry, no, Phil. No. That's okay. You know what? You're kind of you 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 sometimes you do the same thing I do, LG. I do this all the time. Like oh. when I'm with people, and they'll be like, "Oh, what time do we need to be at, at this place at or at the party at?" I'll say like three o'clock when it's really four o'clock, just so that <laughs> people go in full panic mode. So that when I tell them it's actually four o'clock, yeah. they feel so relieved. Or when right. they say, what time is it? I'll add like 30 minutes mm. just to set off full panic. That's but smart. when you tell them the truth and you're like, well, actually, it's only two. Th-, they're like, oh, that's so great. And they're super relieved, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, people hate you for it, but I know what you're doing. You're setting us up perfectly for 2023. <laughs> and I, I know I mention this every single time we talk, oh. but I will never forget our conversation on the plane on the way to NFT NYC oh. in June. <laughs> you brought this up last When time. you gave me the heaviest dose of reality. <laughs> There ever was because I'm going there thinking, all right, Dude, you know you what? Were buzzing we're on going plane, for the man. week. You were like, oh you man, were like we're vibrating on the plane, and, I was, are... and I was sitting, I was yes. sitting beside Phil on the plane. I had just recorded the podcast with Janie, <laughs> who's the GM of Top Shot, oh, and yeah. I was like trying to edit it because I was like, I don't want to have to do this once we're in New York. This has to come out in like two days. But Phil was like, come on, let's fucking go. We're sitting on this one hour flight. We're smashed into the <laughs> mushed into this plane, just the two seater, like just in, in one of the two seat rows. And Phil's like, what? Oh. yeah, what? and I was like, Phil, just chill the fuck out. NFTs are I couldn't crashed. chill out. I was so mad you were doing work. I'm like, why are you doing work, man? We're supposed to be getting bombed on this plane right now. Uh, or sorry, that's, that's I'm sorry, that's the well, right wrong word to use. No, you can't say that. Smashed. You can you can only not say that once you're in the plane. Uh, if you're at the airport luck, or on the plane, you can't say that. You can say it at any other time. I um, think we said it anyways. But anyways, you told me, and and this would devastated me before we even got there because I was going there with such high expectations. Yeah. And and listen to me, I had the trip of my life, so it didn't impact me at all. But you gave me the dose of reality because I was going there thinking, look at the lineup of events we're going to. Look at the lineup of parties we're going to. This must mean we're on the verge of kind of turning the corner here where everyone's going to leave here and we'll be back. Okay. You told me that NFTs season one is officially over and we we don't know if there will ever be a season two. But yeah, we're not going to keep talking about this every single part. I just wanted to bring it back season up one. because I can't yeah. get it off my mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? So that's it. Uh, and okay, well, we'll get into it. I touch on a, a, that that idea a little bit in here, okay? So let, let's actually get into them and we'll stop at each one. Phil, you can tell me what your thoughts are because <laughs> uh, people want to hear from you too, okay? Okay. This is 2023, This right? is 2023, okay? Starting okay. today. Today, people All are right. getting, this comes out, this is going to come out January 2nd, okay? So there's 363 days left in the year, 64, whatever it is. And this is to survive, is it leap year? No, it's not, it's 2023, it's not leap year. Uh, this is to survive 2020, or not survive, I didn't say survive. These are just my rules for 2023 of like, <laughs> you know, I'm going to think about these through the year of like, this is, this is, this is what's going to keep me sane through all this. Okay. <clears throat> Number one. Don't fade what's hot. Okay. My biggest misses have been the mm. stuff that I thought was really dumb. And sometimes I've been right to FUD it. So there's like some things have been stupid uh, and kind of ridiculous. Certain And some of the projects that I thought were dumb didn't pan out. Uh, but I can't deny the fact that at the end of the day, the silliest, like goofiest trends have been the greatest hits. 
And I mean that about apes, which I thought I famously like that when apes came out, I was like, these, I told you don't buy it. It's ridiculous. Uh, I don't know why people are that doing this. we're not revisiting yeah, that, that we're done. With. Uh, a good example from this year was go- excuse me, goblin town, which was like, what's this, what's going on? Why are people on spaces yeah. making goblin noises? And that that peaked. I think how, what did it go up to? Like four or five ETH or something like that. And we had chances yeah, a bit more than that. It. I think it was around that. Yeah, chances to buy it at point two, point three, point four, point five, one mm-hmm. ETH, whatever. And it and it peaked. And it's still it's still it's still holding pretty strong. And that's one of your favorite right. uh, projects in terms of like the ethos of Goblin Town. Do you think it's hilarious? They have the the Goblin really Burger do. in New York. Um, and even something yeah. like literally something that happened just a couple days ago, which by the time people are listening to this, it could be old news. Was like the Trump NFTs, which were like, who would buy this? I was and just as, gonna and say as that. of this this recording, if you spend a hundred dollars on them they're worth like 250 or something like that and it's just like you know what i mean so it's like some the stuff that like whatever is hot you can't fade you got to pay attention and that that rainy day fund you're keeping if stuff is cheap and it's hot then that is not that's something that is like i'm getting ready this year that there might be a couple hits this year big hits and it might be more goblin towns or dumbass shit like that nfts are all about vibes and if you're not ready you know if you're not ready to jump on that um, that's okay, but you're you're gonna miss some big stuff. Ah, oh, that's a tough one because I mean, what do you qualify or what do you consider? Um, you know, well, I mean, uh, who are we speaking to here? Are we speaking to the people who are looking to flip? Or are we looking to? Are we speaking to the people who are looking to hold? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because for someone like me, something like the Trump NFT, I'd be looking to flip that almost right away. So mm-hmm. when I'm I'm when I'm getting into something and not fading it when it's hot, it's usually with the intention to flip and make some money. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I I don't know who that's aimed at really per se, but I w- I would say it's more geared towards those who are looking to make uh, a little bit of money while maybe holding a few, right? Because you know that's a little piece of advice I've learned along the way is never just get one. I've done that for the longest time. And then I'm like, hold on a second here. What do I do with this NFT? Things are skyrocketing, but what if they keep going? I can't do this. I can't get rid of it because then I'll be going crazy <laughs> if it goes up like 10 more oh, ETH, right? Always take profit. <laughs> but if I had a bunch more, yeah. I'd be okay selling a few, right? Uh, and and then and then holding a few. And then I'd be okay with that. But I, I made that mistake for the longest time. Listen, I, this is, this is a, you know, I gave some specific examples, but in general, if you if if you find stuff that other people are enjoying and that they think is fun or funny or silly and that they're taking on and the price seems really low for how popular it's getting then that, i think that that is that it's, it's advice mm-hmm. to myself that's a good time to jump in once it reaches a peak though like once it's like once goblins were at like 5 eth so once they were at like $15,000 <laughs> it's like that's not cheap anymore you know what i mean like that's not a lot <laughs> right so i'm just saying it's just like looking around for where people are having fun what's kind of bubbling uh, stuff that's kind of under the radar that's you know whether that's your thing to kind of pick up those vibe vibey projects or to get in on the scene or however you want to qualify that like you're saying like who's this for uh, i'm just saying it's like that's one of my rules is to not fade what's hot okay number 2 total opposite end of the spectrum survival it is i already talked about this but again do not lose your shit do not let losses and bad things pile up to the point where you quit you have to be patient in the space uh and again i already kind of went over this but it's like assume that everything is going to trade sideways for the entire year but do not hold things to their death do not hold things to zero do not let things don't get frustrated from this don't get frustrated from twitter don't get frustrated from holding projects don't get frustrated from broken promises team members not holding you know doing what they were going to say all that kind of stuff don't let it get to the point where you quit and never come back because this is a fun space it's for everybody there's a lot of peaks and valleys and you want to be here for the next peak and the only way you're going to be able to get to there is to not is to not let yourself get crushed by the bottom i like that for the last couple of weeks and months, I've kind of been questioning what I'm doing in NFTs. Like, I'm not doing anything. So what's the point of being here? Mm-hmm. But then in the back of my mind, I'm just like, the communities I'm part of, I could never see myself leaving these communities. I've made, I've met people that I haven't met in real life, most of them yet. Not just in the first mint. There's about four, five, six different communities I've met people and have made connections with, not only in Discord, but in on social media. Some of them, it's in DMs. Some of them, it's by text message. And I, I don't ever see myself walking away from that, whether I'm making money or not, or even buying NFTs or selling NFTs. I just don't see myself walking away from that. And and our Rugmas party the other night uh, actually really kind of emphasized that or put a stamp on that thought for me. Just because I came out of there, I said, wow, 
you know what? That was a lot of fun. And this is why I'm here. Like, seriously, that's this is why I'm here. I had such a great time with our community, more than I would like at a work party, right? My real job, I go to the work parties and it's got, you know, you got your, your people here and there. You got a couple of people you hang out with. I drop woes all over the place. I annoy half the people there. I, I have my beverages. It's great, but I want to get the hell out of there. That Rugmas event or any event we do with the community, I, I mean, we could have gone on for hours, right? It's just so nice to hear from people. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody's got their own journey in the space. But for me, that really brought it back. This is why I'm here. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just one aspect of it. And, and, so I totally agree with that. And that brings me to rule number three, which is go to an IRL event. All right. That's not even really like a rule, yes. but it's something where it's like, listen, every all major cities have some kind of small NFT event. Most mm-hmm. uh, I don't it doesn't have to be a big festival like NFT NYC or NFT LA or any of that kind of stuff. But most major places now have some kind of NFT thing, even if it's just an art thing and art isn't your thing. I think going to the small events, uh, meeting people who speak the same language, meeting people like literally just talking to other people who have a MetaMask is like an interesting experience because honestly, no one I know really does. And finding that tribe in real life, other people that actually get it, that can talk about projects that you've heard about is so satisfying and gratifying. And if you haven't had the chance to do that, I highly recommend it. Even if you haven't had the chance, Phil, highly recommend get that FaceTime in this year with other people Mm -hmm. in the space. It matters. And and I think a lot of people hearing our stories from NFT NYC, which was actually one of the only events I've been to outside of uh, of meeting 90s fan for a, a Pistons game in Detroit, which was like so weird, but my actual oh, yeah, first experience. That's right, when you went to uh, that last year. And yeah, we and we ran into Osimo there, which was even mm-hmm. weirder because that wasn't supposed mm-hmm. to happen. You know, just the experiences we shared after coming back from that trip, it left so many people kind of just saying, you know what, I am not missing the next mm-hmm. one. I need to experience these same things that the real Phil D and LG and everybody else who was there is talking about. Uh, because it just adds a whole new kind of layer and chapter to your NFT journey is is meeting people and connecting with them. I think it kind of locks you up in the space where, to the point where, I, like I just said, I could not just walk away from all of yeah. this, regardless of what's going on financially. Yeah. Do you know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Um, okay, number four is seek fresh perspectives. Okay, new people to follow, mm-hmm. new newsletters, new podcasts. Listen, first minute's not the end-all be-all. And I hope other people listen to other shows. Look for other ways to look at all this, okay? If you, if you like, think about it this way. If you deleted all of your Web3-associated accounts, like you deleted your Discord, you deleted your Twitter, you deleted the email address uh, or your Spotify or iTunes or whatever it is, and you started fresh in the space, think about it that way of like, who would you start to follow? Who, what new people would you start to follow? What new perspective would you look for? That's what I think is really important is to kind of, as things change and new ideas are presented in the industry, you want to, you, you want to get a sense of that. And it's not always going to be like fresh and sexy. Like it's not, it's not always going to be something that you immediately understand, but it is something where you might end up finding some hidden gems. And that the only way to do that is to, to, to go somewhere that you wouldn't necessarily go right to, it's like read a book that you would never read otherwise, basically to, to kind of change your mind a little bit. It's hard though. It's hard because you know, when you, when you, when you've kind of got your own niche of people that you follow and people you listen to, it's hard to go elsewhere. I'm kind of like that with podcasts and I'm not talking about the first mint. Um, I've got specific, say hockey podcasts. I listen to as a coach, uh, as, as a huge fan of the game. And every time I try a new one, I'm just like, okay, I don't know. I feel weird, right? It's a real adjustment. I feel like I'm kind of bailing on what I'm used to. It might be better content, but if it's an hour longer than the first one I listened to, I'm like, ah, no, 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 I'm not doing this. This is not my format, right? So uh, although I agree with that, I I feel it's tough. It's really tough to change, Mm -hmm. right? Um, You know, a First Mint community, and I know you're not referring to that, but it'd be hard for, if you've been with the First Mint since day one, you've listened to every podcast. I know a lot of people in the First Mint listen to multiple podcasts. We know this because they they share it with us all the time, right? Um, There's no discrimination there. You know, you tell us you listen to all these other live shows and these other podcasts covering NBA Top Shot or Sorer. It's all good, right? There's, there's no, there's no. I mean, we're all in this together. We actually listen to all those other shows as mm-hmm. well, and we, and we were part of them. Um, but for me personally, I find it hard to change. Mm-hmm. And and this goes with even the people I follow on Twitter. It's like if I've got my people I follow for certain projects that I'm part of, I find it hard to just jump in, um, you know, to other 
avenues. Mm-hmm. So I, I get that one. I just don't think it's as easy for people to change. Listen, their I never said these were going to be easy rules. These are rules. <laughs> they're not. No rules are fun and easy, man. They're they're meant mm-hmm. to be challenging. I hate I'm rules. Sorry, Phil. <laughs> Recommend uh, personal recommendations. Let's put it that way. Listen, I totally get it, man. Like it's hard. Like you like listening to the same stuff. You like reading the same stuff. I get it. I'm not saying mm-hmm. go like I did say like you know delete all your accounts and start fresh. But think about it that way. Don't actually do that. Keep listening. Like think about it more. Like listen, if 10% of the content you consume has to be from voices you've never heard, think about it that way. One out of 10 podcasts, one mm-hmm. out of 10 articles or whatever is from places you don't usually get it from. That's maybe a good way to look at it. Another way to look at it is maybe go join some communities you never thought you would join. Right, especially in crypto, there's a lot of different perspectives, a lot of different projects, different alpha groups, all that kind of stuff. Going to a different one, not a bad idea. All right, number five. We so we got we got ten. Celebrate small wins, okay? And I'm talking about like you made you you opened a pack and you made twenty bucks on a moment. Awesome. You got a nice reward uh, from collecting certain moments or certain NFTs. Great. You finished uh, and you got a so rare and you got a tier four card. Awesome. You're the top 10 of the leaderboard, whatever that is. You got some free merch from a project that you own. Awesome. These are all wins. These are all positives. We, we, we started to take these for granted. You know, like two years ago when I started in the space, like literally like making $30 on something, I was like, whoa, oh my God, you can actually make money on this stuff? Like that's crazy. I think we need to, we, we're being served a, a slice of humble pie. The bull has spoiled us and the bear is humbling us. And there's still a lot of really good, fun, cool stuff. Not all of it is about making money. Sometimes it's about getting a free hat or a free pair of socks or whatever that is, or honestly just seeing your name up on some kind of fake leaderboard. It matters. Those small wins, cherish them. I have to say, I really enjoyed seeing my name on like the Twitter stalker lists and stuff like that. Like that was that was nice. Yeah. Seriously. Just the fact that I'm being recognized in some way, even if it's weird to show up on people's lists, I thought like that's pretty cool. All right. Uh, I'm being honest, but but this is one of the ones I probably love the most, LG, because from a from a coaching's perspective in sports, and I, I know I always go back to sports, but sports are literally my entire mm-hmm. life. Um, but it, and, and they do relate to so many different things. That's the beauty of, of playing sports, having your kids in sports, is they relate so much to real life experiences. And celebrating small wins has always been such a focal point of my coaching philosophy to the point where I tell kids all the time, you never know. If you will play for a championship in your mm-hmm. life, okay? Mm-hmm. When you do get there and when we are in a championship, I tell them, this could be the one and only time that you play in a championship. You may never get back to this point in your life in minor sports, in, in, in college sports, in professional sports. You may never come back here, okay? So I compare that to hitting it big in the NFT space, say, okay? That may never happen for 80, 90% of the people, mm-hmm. right? If you If you talk to everyone who's been into NFTs for the last two years, chances are, Nine out of 10 have never hit it really big in terms of life-changing stuff or, or, or semi-life-changing stuff. That's just how it is. So celebrating the small things, so, so, so important. And I do it all the time with my sports teams, no yeah. matter what. People look at you like you're crazy, okay? They wonder why you make the whole dressing room clap up not giving up a goal in the second period for the first yeah. time this year. But the small victories kind of build you mm-hmm. up to um, anything else that'll come and you'll appreciate it when if things don't work out for you in the end you'll you'll have the small victories to look back on and those moments were were wins yeah right you need to take that's like taking profit you got to take wins all the time i love that one thank you yeah well there you go that's it and it's like that's that's a mentality Mm -hmm. that even when the bull comes back it's like that will serve you well right because even you were talking earlier phil about like Mm -hmm. hey something's mooning you don't know if you should hold it who knows it's gonna be the next apes or whatever and it's like hey man small wins are small wins you know uh (laughs) and that's not a bad thing again it's not always about flips but just in general you know good good to good to stay humble number six this is very specific Ignore 99% of tokens, okay? That might be kind of obvious, okay? <laughs> like, in, in my experience in this space, and I know last year I was like, go stack some flow, and I got nothing against flow. I, I don't know what they're doing over there. I wrote a couple of newsletters about it. <laughs> there are only two tokens in the space, okay? And that's Ethereum and Bitcoin. And until there is some clear number three, there may never be a number three. There's, big de- there's always been a big debate about what's number three. Some people are like, Link is number three, or like Litecoin, or some garbage, Ape, whatever. Litecoin. Yeah, oh, a year, but in the last yeah, in the last Litecoin. crash, Litecoin was the thing that people thought was going to be number three, and then nobody who cares about Litecoin now. Oh. 
I yeah, exactly, that. right? But Litecoin was like, oh, that's number three. You got to buy that in like 2017. Who cares about Litecoin? There are only two. To- there are only two tokens. There's only Bitcoin and there's only Ethereum. Everything else after that is speculative. Sure, USDC, but that's that's like a utility. That's like a public utility. You're, you don't stack that. That's not. It's not going to double. Like it's just supposed to be a dollar. Um, so ignore all that stuff. But I mean, all the other Maddox, uh, Cardano's, uh, Immutable, Flow, all that kind of stuff. Nothing against those tokens. And again, if you're deep into those communities, sure, get those tokens. But I'm saying everything else, 99% of it. And if you want to be somebody who stacks crypto, and this get this is going back to number eight from last year, like stack crypto. I'm not saying stack crypto, but I'm saying ignore the rest. Bitcoin and Ethereum, those are the two pillars of the space from a token standpoint. Maybe in a year, there'll be more. But for now, for this year, to me... There is nothing else but those two. When I was looking to invest a lot of money into crypto for the first time ever, and I'm just like, I'm not going to do Bitcoin. I'm not going to do Ethereum because from what I hear and read from all over the place is that something else will probably one day take off. And they were kind of out of my price range anyways. I didn't want to invest in something I felt had already kind of mooned in a certain way because it already had. So I'm looking at the really cheap options. And you mentioned Litecoin. So what I did is I, I wrote Litecoin. I searched up some YouTube videos. And there were all these mega crypto oh, experts that were like, God. this is the next one. So I was getting so mm-hmm. excited. I'm like, okay, I think I found something special here. All right. These mega experts with like 150K followers on YouTube are saying this is the one. But then, and I and this is not, you know, I would I would have loved this advice about a year Sorry. and a half ago, what I'm here, what I'm hearing you say right now. No, but I, I didn't bite yeah, the bullet. Okay, though. Here's the deal. I it kind of clicked in my mind. Let me try all of these and see what people say for all of these. And I did, and it was the same thing for every single one of them. You could find some kind of crypto expert claiming that this was the next big one. So I'm just like, all right, this is not going to work. I can't trust anything going on here. Um, Litecoin, I think, was only about a hundred. Per, per whatever like i don't know what it was at and whatever it was at saying it would hit ten thousand by the oh, yeah. end of this year yeah. next year whatever i almost fell for that and 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 then i it kind of came to me that wait a minute you could search anything in the world it's just like movie reviews you could pretty much put any movie review on the internet and find someone who likes it and someone who gives it one star it's just how it works right um, and it's the same for, for anything else. Anything else you search online, you'll find there's just too much oh, yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty yeah, good advice. You gotta advice. ignore that stuff. Oh, sorry, not advice. Not advice. That's pretty uh, good. There's a rule pretty for good myself. rule. There's a pretty rule good for rule. myself. I got pretty sucked into the same thing, and I'm also guilty at one point, at a few different points of being like, mm-hmm. listen, Ethereum is gonna yep. blow up. And I still, long term, I still think that. I still think that there's a higher ceiling for this stuff. And I'm not talking a year, I'm talking many mm-hmm. years. At the end of the day, it's like in terms of the utilities in, in, in crypto, there's two things you can do. There's one, which is have digital money, which is Bitcoin. And the second is have verified smart contracts for a, a far faster and stronger layer of security. Theoretically, it's not perfect. And that's what Ethereum is. And to me, there is no, there's nothing else. There's scaling solutions for Ethereum, all that kind of stuff. But there's nothing else that has really come close to being like, oh, and here's the other third thing you can do with crypto. Not yet. And that's what number three Maybe we'll be in the future. We don't know what that is. But for now, those are the only two things. Everything else is just trying to either build on Ethereum or trying to imitate what Ethereum is doing, doing and trying to do it better. Okay, number seven. This is, this is, I think you'll like this one, Phil. Play the brand game. Okay? There's been a lot of projects. Some of them that are projects, companies that didn't exist a year ago. And inevitably, they have a lot of pressure from their venture-backed money to deliver something. And in 2023, that's going to be really fucking hard for them to deliver results, to deliver money, to deliver revenue because the bull market's gone. And these are companies that were formed during the bull market and they're you're, they're going to fight for scraps in, the, in in this in this current market. Brands, large brands, established brands, the Starbucks, the Nike's, the Reddits. These those are three brands that are finishing this year flying, man. Like Nike, well, some some of the Nike artifact holders weren't happy with the way they rolled that out, but like Nike literally bought a company, has fully integrated it. They're really they're actually re- releasing crypto kicks um, as a product, which is amazing. Go read up about it. Starbucks built Odyssey, releasing it to twenty million of their app holders, and Reddit created five million new wallets uh, for all for everybody there. There will be more brands entering the space and whatever it is, especially if it's a brand you like, play that game. There might not be 
Might not mean any money, might not mean anything valuable, but the future in NFTs is not necessarily big valuable flips. So whatever it is, your favorite brand, Phil, whatever it's, if it, I don't know, your, maybe your favorite brand isn't Lululemon, but someone like a Lululemon, brands that have like serious deep fandom associated to them, if they release some kind of Web3 thing, pay attention, go participate. Uh, I think that that will be generally like good for the soul, less so good for the wallet, good for the soul if they are entering the space. Are you referring to Donald Trump? By any chance? <laughs> That's that <laughs> because listen, Donald Trump. As much as people just don't want to admit it, oh boy. all right, people are still all over anything he does. Okay, the <laughs> networks are listen. The networks who spend day and night when he was president bashing him. Okay, and I'm not getting political. I'm just telling you how it is. They spent day and night bashing this guy, okay? But they knew very well that the minute he was out of office and out of power, okay, that their ratings and, and their entertainment value would be completely gone, all right? You never see the panels of 10 people discussing one person anymore, okay? But now it's starting again. It's starting again. Ever since he announced he was running again, the networks have brought in all the experts again to analyze his every move. So what does he do? Not only does he drop an NFT collection, but he makes all these comments like, what were the con- yeah and he he does the most outrageous stuff right like the laser beams and stuff like that like man what is that but guess what like you we're said talking earlier, about it it yeah. actually was pretty yeah we're talking about it and, and 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 brands have to kind of understand that I think is that you can't just come into the space sometimes and say all right hey we're dropping an NFT cool you want to yeah. buy it no nobody wants mm-hmm. to buy it What's what's the story with the Starbucks one? I, have, I haven't really Starbucks that. Odyssey. It off? Like, uh, it's only U- it's US only, yeah. so we, you and I can't play yet. Uh, but basically, oh, it's integrated into the mobile app. Okay. I think you have to download like I have to download the update and sign up on on the website. But basically, it's like a rewards program based around NFTs and different stuff you can mm. earn just from like buying your coffee. Different puzzles you can do. It's just like it's like properly really like cool. tokenizing the fandom. It's not it's not meant to be like go and flip all your shit or anything like that. It's actually meant to kind of expand what you can do. So I'm talking like whatever brands that you, people have like a deep affinity for. That's why I mentioned something like Lululemon that like people are obsessed with. Uh, Apple's another good one. Disney, like all these, all the, all these other kind of like big brands that people really love. If they are coming out with stuff, and again, I think you brought up a good point. It's like give it the smell test. Like make sure that it's good. Make sure it's not some random cash grab. But these really big brands, they're going to come <laughs> out with stuff that is that is quite good. I think if it's this year, I'd say when that stuff comes out. Get on it. Don't hesitate to play, whether you think it's worth it or not. And that could be the stepping stone for crypto eventually. If you ask me, yes, right, that could absolutely. be the act. If they see that it works with things like NFTs and the use of NFTs yes. to kind of uh, get people, you know, buying more coffees and, and, and interacting more with the app than they already do, then maybe the crypto well, aspect creeps in down the line, right? That was a huge part of the adoption of social media. Of course, it was that, you know, originally it was Facebook. It's like you can see who's single or not or whatever. Or Instagram, you see people's dogs and babies and shit and post cool photos of yourself. It was also that it's like, listen, like like it, any Facebook page you follow now of a brand or Instagram, that didn't exist before. Like even some like gym or like a, a fitness brand or something like that, they didn't, there was no Instagram thing before where they could have this direct relationship with people. And Web3 is going to be like the next step of that in terms of the gamification and tokenization. So I think a lot of these brands is like, who knows what's going to happen to them? I don't know if this year is going to be a big year for them, but now is a good time for them to launch because it's when things are quiet. The attention won't be there. Like Starbucks, outside of our circles, the Starbucks launch is pretty quiet, right? Like even you mm-hmm. don't even know what the deal is. And I think it's I like don't. if you're a big brand, you know what you launch now. You don't launch in the bull. Like you you get ready for when the bull mm-hmm. market comes. That's what the NBA did. The NBA developed Top Shot when things were quiet. And then who who literally started the bull NFT market? Top Shot, right? Like that's that's what you do. So, anyways, leave that there. Number eight. Give the disclaimer, LG. Number eight, as read earlier from last year on this. Oh, it's not. These aren't matched. These aren't matched. No, no, I know, but it was the fade of the year. Okay, that was the big (laughs) fade one. So, just a heads up, we're at number eight again. I can't wait to hear this one and see if we need to fade this again. Well, I'm glad you're saying that, Phil, because number eight is be vocal. Okay, so projects <laughs> down. FUD is at its all-time high. Uh, and now is the time to make your voice heard. And I don't mean in a way to go FUD, super FUD, your favorite project. I mean in a constructive way. 
numbers are dwindling, communities are shrinking. Mm -hmm. And if you really love a project and you want to see it grow and you see the team is making some mistakes or things that you don't agree with, go give them that feedback. You have a chance right now, we all have a chance, I have a chance, to be part of like that core group of collectors in a project that kind of rides out the storm. Worst case, you'll end up, you'll, you'll earn the respect of the other collectors in there, of your peers in there for being an outspoken community member. Best case, the project team might want more of your help. They might put you on some kind of community panel, see you as like a really loyal collector or hell, you might even work in there. Who knows? Whatever that is for you, what I'm saying is now is a good time to be vocal, of course, in a constructive way, not just in a, you know, make a burner account on Twitter and just fud everything to hell. I love it. I mean, we've recently seen this happen with so many projects where all the maxis, all right, that the rider dies have actually come out on Twitter and been like, all right, I don't usually say anything, but what's going on here? What are you guys doing? Jenkins was actually a really good example of that where people had never said anything. They had been on such a role where they trust them to, to the very core. But then it was that, was it the PFP? What was it again? I'm not too familiar with, was it the... For Jenkins the Valet? Jenkins the Valet. What was that recent, the Avatar they released there that sent just like shockwaves? It was, uh, yeah, it was it was the characters that were part of Azerbala, which yes. is their kind of like uh, metaverse world, and they were ugly as hell. Yes, but what I really enjoyed is you had people, you're like, okay, your perception of them is, oh, look at their tweets. It's all just de-writing, you know, not just Jenkins, all sorts of different projects. That's all they do. They're, they, 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 they don't see the project ever doing wrong because they hold so many bags. Everything is just so great. But they finally found a voice to say, hey, I'm not down with this. All right. And, and we've been seeing a lot of it lately. And I actually love it, man, because it actually opens eyes. And in a lot of cases, it's actually led to good. And Jenkins is a pretty good example. Right. Look where they took that. Right. They Well, I haven't seen the final product yet. And I know they're probably still working on it. Right. It's not out yet. They're still working right. on it. Yeah. That never came But they brought yet. in so a pretty good months. team of people to work on that and had nobody said anything and kind of just secretly fudded in, in the discords and sold off and just left. Then there wouldn't be a Jenkins maybe anymore. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it was actually refreshing. I think we're at the point now where people are not afraid to voice their opinions. And I love when people mm-hmm. who never say anything or never go in that. And you're right. It doesn't have to be FUD. It can be constructive criticism, which is just as important, right? So, Yeah, absolutely. I think think now is the best time for it. Okay, number nine. We're almost done. Take breaks. And I mean like real breaks. Like I'm super addicted to the space. So I mean like don't take a break like go for a 20-minute walk. I mean like disconnecting from all of this for like two weeks, for like a month or two. There's some people that we know, Phil, I haven't heard from them in a long time. Good. Good. And I don't mean like I, I want to hear from them. Obviously, they're friends. But I'm like, good. Take a break. Go do something else. There won't be much happening for a while. You, and you're going to need to save your energy for the bull run. And again, if there's another bull run, it's not going to be for a while. If there is, I don't know if it ever comes back. But I mean, like in the meantime, go enjoy your life. Like go learn a new skill, a new hobby, spend time with the kids, whatever it is, or just zone out and watch sports. But take a real long extended break and i mean that both again because it's like that's important you need to disconnect from all this because this is such a weird wacky world but also that it's like listen man when that if that bull comes back you were gonna spend every waking minute doing this shit back in the top (laughs) shot heyday people had dreams about moments you know what i mean so it's like we're on the opposite end of that so like stop staring at the screen stop staring at twitter don't worry what people say just just go and like literally just turn it off for like a month like like I, I, I highly recommend that, and I'm hoping to do that at some point this year. LG, not everyone is cut from the same stone as you, all right? Um, <laughs> I remember, you know, back in the day getting texts from you, hey, I'll be off the grid for like maybe two, three weeks or more. If mom and dad start worrying, I'm all good. Just keep them calm. Uh, I used to get messages like that from you all the time. I cannot spend more than 24 hours without checking what's going on. So I'm not made for that kind of uh, You can be online. That's that's fine. But I'm saying is like to not look at, let's say, let's say not look at the floor price of all your stuff. I'll put okay. it that way. That makes sense, but that's really, really hard for people to do. It just is. I think that one's really tough. And, you know, hopefully you're not giving too much relationship advice because if you're advising people to take a long break, you know what happens with long breaks, right? There's no coming back. It's over. Right? <laughs> Taking a long break, never do the two parties ever come back and, and continue where they where they took off. Uh, maybe yeah, a bit different a in the point. NFT space because, like you said, mm-hmm. right, as soon as the bull comes back, you're gonna, we're going to hear from people where we're like, yo, I forgot about this person. Where have they been, right? Like, I even wanted to recently do a list of people we have not heard from in over a year 
And, and I started actually looking at some of my tweets and I'm like, this list is insane. We've forgotten about like so many people that used to be part of our daily lives that just completely vanished. It's actually a really good segment. You'd be amazed at the people that are on there and I'd love to bring them back and talk to them and, and kind of be like, well, you know, do you even look sometimes or are you just completely done? Right. I'm really interested in that. So I don't yeah. personally advise long breaks only because I, I know how it is. You, you find the greener grass and you just don't come back. Right. It's, it's mm-hmm. just so nice. But it's not for mm-hmm. me. I just can't do it. I cannot do it. I need to be connected at all times. Whatever that is for you, and I mean this less so in a physical way, I mean it more in a mental way, is that I think sometimes it's just good to kind of not, whatever it is you're fixating on, to just not fixate, to to find a way to not fixate on it for a while. You know what I mean? Whatever that is. So whether it's actually disconnecting completely like from the internet, or it's just being like, you know what, I'm just not going to go to the site for a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever that is, whatever that is for you, those longer breaks, I recommend them. Number 10. Are you ready? Are you ready, Phil? Are you ready for number? I'm ready. 10? This is like this the, is this is more this now reading these back. I'm like this is just kind of like LG's like weird life advice. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to go over these actually in a year. But that, we're at number ten. Oh, is this the last one? Number ten is the last one. Yeah, number ten is the last one. So this is the final box on the advent calendar, and you used to always <laughs> get excited because it was always a chocolate for whatever reason. The one our parents used to get us. Didn't have chocolates and until like the last day. It was always a picture of like a drum, a picture of like a stocking. But then on the 24th, actually, that's not true. A lot of times the 24th was just the nativity scene. But some of them yeah. always had a chocolate at the end. So here we are opening the 24th, number 10. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for this one. Well, this one's, don't get too excited. It's not that sexy. Okay. It's, it's a little similar to an earlier one, which is, Challenge your own assumptions, similar to finding fresh perspectives, but finding them for yourself. Okay, so rather than just, hey, go listen to a different podcast or different newsletter or listen to a different person or whatever, think about are you really thinking about things the way that a way that makes sense? And is there a different way to visualize everything deep down? Like we all have things that we tell ourselves about NFTs and our crypto. Okay, and, and even these rules, these are things I'm telling myself, right? You tell yourself things like, you know, especially in the top shot world and the crypto in the the dapper world, it's like this set is important because of this. Here's why I'm holding that. And I think it's really important to not be afraid to challenge those convictions. This market, it didn't exist a couple of years ago. And many of us didn't even know each other two years ago. We didn't even know what this stuff was. And that to me means that in two years, we don't know anything about what's going to happen. We don't know shit about two years from now. And obviously, there's a rule for this year, but I'm saying, like, whatever the next thing is, whatever that is, whatever you think your assets, your NFTs, your communities, all that kind of stuff are doing, I challenge myself, I challenge everybody else to accept the fact that you might be wrong and that you might not know anything about anything. That's pretty deep. It's not Question sexy, yourself in a deep it's way. Deep. That is very <laughs> deep. Absolutely. And that's hard for people to do, to be honest, right? Um, yeah. Because people who've been so right in the past, right, um, you know, it hasn't worked. I think you've experienced that too. Like I said, that goes back to me saying that every word you said early on in the podcast was like I religiously listened to those and told other people to listen to them because LG has been here. We haven't. And, and he still has that advantage, right? But now we're really in the unknown. We are. And, you know, something you may think is going to be the next move, it might be the complete opposite, right? Um I think the other side drop is a really good example. A lot of the people we trust the most in the space said, yes, go for it. You have to. You do not say no when Yuga Labs uh, drop something. You just don't. You bet on them every single time, right? Mm-hmm. And that's when things kind of really shifted for everybody. And I think a lot of people were like, all right, I don't know anymore, right? Um, mm-hmm. I'll have to start really kind of making my own decisions maybe in my own, my own, my own, you know, my own gut feelings on things because that one really yes. took a lot of people out it just did mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um so i think yeah that that ties in pretty well with that example i think it's like even as much as like making your rules writing down your five or mm-hmm. ten rules like we just went through and then looking at them and being like how many of these might i be totally fucking wrong about you know what i mean or writing down 10 predictions for the next year or two be like all right i think this will be this this will be that this market cap will be that. And then be like, which of these can, am I completely wrong about? You know what I mean? And I think that I don't necessarily mean like, like 
assume you're wrong about everything and then act on that part. I just mean I think it's really good, like anything in life, to really think about, you know, am I thinking about this clearly and how wrong could I be on this? And I think at the very least that will give you a fresh perspective on on not just what it is but also on your own, like, thought process about this kind of stuff. D- like, collecting NFTs, like, this is this is collecting in a level that I've never had to do. I've never collected this way where it's like, some of it's money, some of it's for fun, some of it's all these communities. I know all these people. I can go to all these different discords, all these different people. This is, a, this is an exercise you've never done. There's no training for this, right? There's no, you don't learn this kind of stuff in school living in this world. So I think that that's where you have to really think about, um, you know, uh, how you can challenge yourself yourself on your biases and what you may or may not be right about. Wow. Do you have any rules to add, Phil? Is there anything you're is there anything you want to add to all this? I always I always say I'm sure I've said it on this pod before, I've said it on live shows before. Uh-oh. You have to keep the fun aspect, no matter what. Find find mm. your fun level and keep it there. And the rest will just come. You said it many times. Do not put the pressure on yourself to mm-hmm. to make because we saw too many people, I think in the last year Say, all right, my non-NFT friends all gave me money or told me, here, take 10, 20, 30,000 and, and turn it into gold like you did early on in your journey, okay? We want to see that happen. A lot of people are like, yeah, I can do that, right? I know everything about this space. And it doesn't matter what you did with that 10, 20, 30K. It obviously didn't work out, right? And that could put a huge burden. It could put a lot of pressure on people. Uh, and that was actually putting a lot of pressure on myself. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to find a way to make so much money off of all these NFTs all the time like I was doing early on um, that I'll be able to kind of change my life and maybe not work nine to five all the time. And I was putting a lot of pressure on myself. And when that didn't happen, when things started crashing, uh, even in the Top Shot days where things started crashing, yeah, it, it was like it was tough. It was really, really tough. Yeah. And, and I was hating things and I, I didn't want anything to do with anything. And I'm like, man, this was dumb to even get into. But as I kind of matured in the space, and I think I've told you this so many times, I found my fun spot. I found I found a, a spot where I'd be okay going an entire year. And I can say that about 2022, now that we're looking back. I could go an entire year, and I didn't make more than 100 bucks on on NFTs. And I'm, I'm happy. I'm excited for next year. And, and that's my story. And maybe next year, I'll make a lot of money on NFT. I don't know. But I'm not thinking about that anymore. That's no longer my focus or my journey in NFTs. This has now become about having fun. It's something I love to do in real life. And I actually find it easier in Web3 to have a lot of fun than maybe it is in real life. Just because we can do it from the comfort of our homes, mm-hmm. uh, our, our personal devices. And, yeah. and, 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 and geogra- geographically, we can be anywhere in the world and still be yeah. connecting in the exact same way. And that's something you can't do in your everyday life, especially in a city like Toronto, where if you want to get from point A to point B, which would normally take 10 minutes, it could take you an hour every single day. That's not fun. That's not fun for me. I don't care to go have beers with someone and and be in traffic for two hours only to come back an hour later and then be like, all right, cool. What's next? So I found my fun. My fun is is that that's my number one was just just find your own level of fun and comfort. Mm -hmm. Forget about the money for a second. And there is stuff here that's fun, even now, right? And some of the stuff here was it was kind of part of that. It's like there's stuff now. There's something here for everybody, and it's and if it was all about money, that's fine. You don't have to stick around. I don't think this year is going to be about money. You know what I mean? I think I think like you're saying, that's probably the best way to look at it. Is like where are the fun parts? Where's the kind of communities that I can connect with and have a really good time? Maybe that's what you should be looking for. I think that's, that's a great way that's to... That's the only thing I'll be looking for because, and we've already established that. Seriously, mm-hmm. we've already established it. And and by establishing that, I had a few wins this year, right? Not big hey, ones, but I had a yeah. few wins, right? Yeah. Um, just by being in, in that mindset of let's go with the flow. Let's keep having a good time. Hey, a couple of people came in our Discord and said, hey, you guys should buy these. All right, I'll buy a couple of these for three bucks. And they went, you know what I mean, right? Just, I wasn't looking for it. I wasn't looking for it. I had zero expectations. So maybe lower your expectations a little bit and, and find your own level of, of fun. I like that. That's right? way more concrete advice. Lower your expectations. I like that. I think that, that yeah. I think that that's a, that, no, I mean that. I'm not being, I'm not being, I'm not trying to be funny about it. I, I just, mean, we hear people like, leave, saying I'm done with NFTs yeah. forever. And I'm like, why though? Hold on. Like, yeah. <laughs> wait, I know you didn't get rich. I know you're not driving the, 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 Lam- the Lambos yet. You're not riding on a yeah. yacht like Roham. None of that has happened for you yet. But are you not having a good time sometimes? The fact that we're just talking right now, is that not a good time for you? 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, where are you going? What's what's greener that on the other connection. side? Where are you going exactly? Yeah, right. Like, yeah, right. I don't know. Well, why vital. are you leaving? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, I think that's a great way to that's a great way to end it, Phil D. Uh, thank you for all your thoughts and everybody who's listening. Hope you had a wonderful New Year and holiday. Thanks for listening to the first minute. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for being here. And we got a lot more coming this year. So uh, stick around for it. Phil, do you have anything? Anything? Do you have? A, do you have? A, do you have a New Year's wish for people, Phil? I just said it. I what wish everyone to, to 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 lower their their mentality and standards a bit and just have fun. Have a good hey. time. We are having the time of our lives doing this every single time we do it. <laughs> We've said it before, LG. Before NFTs and before we connected with the First Mint, we did not have this kind of relationship. We would talk a few times a year. It would be about sports. It'd be by text. And look where we are now. We talk almost every single day. We do all these live shows together. And it's because we're having a good time in the space. So don't, I think, is it Izzy from Genies? Izzy Paul, he's great. Uh, He has a saying at the end of all his spaces. Don't, uh, something about having a great day, but don't make it a good one or make it a great one or something like that. So oh, yeah, don't just nice. make 2023 a good year. Make it a great year. Oh, I know it's wrong. Nice. Well, it's not no, word for word, no, but something like that. That's fine. We'll take, we'll take Izzy's advice and uh, we'll do our best. That is going to do it for us today, folks. Thank you again for listening. Hope you enjoyed those rules. And if you have some of your own that you've developed, hit us up at LGUset, at The Real Fieldy, at The First Minute. Let us know what your rules are for NFTs and Web3 this coming year. Otherwise, we'll see you next week on The First Minute.